From Abnormal Injuries to Healthcare Work, I am Matt Lambertson and this is the Well Actually Podcast. Now, like last episode, I'm actually very happy this week to be joined by a guest um, that's going to be on the podcast with me here. But unlike last week, this guest will be joining me for the entirety of the episode, so no endless waiting or anything like that. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our next guest. Uh, he goes by plenty of names. I'll list out the superlatives here. Uh, he goes by Nan the Man, Nana Moo, Nana, Nana Cow, or simply... The kid that got hit by the bus. Let me introduce Nanako Thompson. Nanako, welcome. Hello, is my mic on? <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's 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 on. Oh, we're rolling, bro. I see the sound waves. Okay, let's do this. Um, with that in mind, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners that we got uh we got here? Uh, just to explain yourself a bit, you know. All right. My name is Nanako Thompson. I'm from... Wait, we can't say where we're from because we have stalkers out there. Um, I'm from South Florida. I'm majoring in economics and health management, minoring in public health at the University of Miami. Great stuff. Great stuff. So um, though we're just going to be completely honest. The real reason we're bringing you on here is based on the, uh, the incident that was discussed last week about... Uh, Something that my former guest, Tristan Real, he brought up someone that was hit by a bus. Yeah, I got a few texts, so I had to come on to, you know... To defend yourself in a sense, Exactly, right? exactly. So, uh, so, we, so we're giving Anico an opportunity, and it's great to have you on. You know, good old friend from uh, from high school. We, we first met each other. But before Anico gets going here, because I'm sure you got to get your facts straight and everything, so that you can uh, put up a good defense of yourself, I figured Do we have I'd... a sponsor? We do not have a sponsor, no. Oh, okay. I haven't monetized yet. <laughs> no, there's no one that... You know what? We'll... We'll, we'll worry about the sponsorships later. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, a few things about injuries. Actually, I- I'm going to sponsor myself. Um, if anyone has anyone in the healthcare field, um, please hit me up because I'm trying to find more internships. I'd really appreciate it. Um, add me on LinkedIn and all of that stuff. Link down below. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, with that in mind, I figure I'll, uh, I'll move on to some brief discussion about the injuries now that Anico's promoted himself, um, because I, I really know at this point why he's come on the podcast. It's all about personal fulfillment, and I, I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, so Nanico fractured his hip and his pelvis, right? You know, we'll, we'll discuss that in a bit, um, whether he hit the bus or whether the bus hit him or, or whatever it might have been. But, uh, I mean, injuries... There's a there's tons of stuff to talk about. I mean, everyone's at least had one major injury in their life, right? It, at least if you're my age at this point, right? Most mm-hmm. people have an injury that they can point to in their childhood when they had a cast or something, right? Assuming you had ample opportunity. Right. I guess I, you know, I can say that nearly every person I've met, like some, at some point in my life, you know at least one person that has some sort of injury that you can kind of point to. And we assign a lot of tradition to it since it's it's kind of like a constant thing in our lives. It's a it's a place of commonality, right? And we can kind of empathize with each other about stuff when one kid's crutching around and you're like, oh, you know, Bill's injured or whoever it might be, right? But um Yeah, I'm no Bill. He's he's no Bill. He's he's Nanico. <laughs> so anyways, I've been thinking about injuries a good bit and these are a couple of things I've come up with, you know, about how we assign kind of tradition to injuries, which seems kinda of odd. So 
you know, when a person breaks a bone, they generally have a cast put on whatever part of the body they've injured, an arm, a leg, you know, God forbid something worse, like if you break your neck. And the cast immobilizes that part of the body and, and you, it moves along the healing process. You know, that's all the boring stuff. You all know this, I would hope. But people don't just leave it at that. Like if someone has a cast on their arm, it's never just a cast. I guess people thought it was a good idea to make casts something else. They they make them all sorts of colors now. They used to just be white. But you can get a cast that's pink, blue, or neon green now. And I mean, I wouldn't want to be walking around with neon green on my leg because how are you going to match that with any clothes? But <laughs> that's aside from the point. I, I really don't understand why people decided it was a good idea to jazz up these casts, right? It's an injury. Let's not bring attention to it. But I guess that's the point. People like bringing attention to themselves. But then also when you when you discuss that sort of thing with casts, the thing that always is brought up is the fact that when you have a cast, you have to sign it. People get injured at one point, and they have a cast and they get a Sharpie and they just constantly bring that around with them. It's kind of a custom that when you run into someone that you know, you, you know, they have to sign your cast for whatever reason, because, it, you know, whether they write a well wish on there or something, it's it's just something we that we accept that people do. They write their name on a cast that's going to be cut off with a, you know, a buzzsaw. But it's this fun little ritual we do when we sign names on casts. And I, I guess people kind of treat a cast like it's a temporary yearbook, which I don't really understand particularly. But um, but people like doing that, and, and I'm sure Nanako's had an instance in his life where he had a cast on, and, and you know, people started signing his cast, and it makes you feel good, I guess. But anyways, I've been rambling on long enough uh, about casts, and that's all pretty boring. But uh, I'm assuming now that Nanako has a story straight about uh, what might have happened with the bus... Um, I can see he's been thinking pretty, pretty uh, intently over there. So I'm, I'm sure you're eager to speak. So, Nanako, I'll give you the floor. Um, what exactly happened on that day? Uh, was it six years ago already? Six years ago? Yeah, almost six, actually. What happened? Um, so, yeah, I had to ride the bus freshman year. You know the vibes. Like, not fun already. It was like the first week of freshman year. I didn't know anyone. I came from a middle school where a lot of kids just went to our locally zoned schools i think it was about me and like seven other kids uh that went to that went to our high school so i didn't really know anyone on the bus so i had like a coke and i didn't want to finish it so i got off the bus walked off the bus with the coke i told the bus driver i'm getting off the bus and i guess he didn't understand i guess he was just like foreign he didn't really understand english that's fine but I got off the bus and the bus started going out, going without me. And I left my phone on the bus, my backpack. And this bus stop was at like a middle school. So they're out by the time we got there because it was a very long bus ride from our high school. Although we would get out early. Yeah, by the time we get to that middle school, it'd be like four o'clock and they're already out. So this bus started going without me. And I was not very smart. Instead of, you know, going to the exit, I decided to chase the bus. So the bus started going without me. I ran along on this side. Uh-huh, yeah. And you know how there's like a curb in, the, in a bus loop? Yeah, yeah. So they got a curb there. Okay. Yeah. So like my to, bus driver yeah, wasn't really good picture, at right? driving the bus. So he would always go over the curb. And oh, I was okay. running on the curb on the side. And it just, you know, slapped me, pushed me over. And I fractured my pelvis. And it was really embarrassing. I started crying and... Yeah, I try to forget about it every other day. But. Okay, so um, so I, I guess if you're trying to forget it, it often comes up into your memory a bit. Exactly. But uh, let's backtrack a bit just to kind of focus on a few of the flashpoints in your story. 
to use you remember this bus driver specifically what did you what did you what exactly did you tell the bus driver did you explain what you were doing or did you just kind of say give me a second or what what kind of was it i told him uh i'm getting off the bus to throw away the coke he just said yeah 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 i'm pretty sure he didn't understand me and he just left without me okay <laughs> so so you so you, you tried obviously and, tried. and then you got left and so that's what you get for trying to communicate i suppose uh-huh. but we'll assume that the bus driver just didn't hear you right right and you know it wasn't a fault of his own which it seems like it was mm-hmm. so when you're then trying to chase after this bus and you say that the bus went over a curb yeah. if i if i hear you correctly yeah. so you're saying that the bus driver was at fault because he was going over a curb exactly but you also remarked that he did that pretty frequently so you yeah should you have anticipated that or or what what kind of was the just maybe thought this one time he'd see me Okay, I hear you. But he didn't. So did the back end of the bus just kind of jut out and run into you? Is that yeah. kind of the, the deal that happened? Almost pushed me over. Okay. Kind of went flying. Okay. <laughs> so, and this is another thing. What was the speed of the bus? That that was what I was really wondering about. Was it was it like loitering at like five miles an hour? Was he picking up the pace or? Deep 30. <laughs> All right, so, he, so you're saying he was going 30 miles an hour. Yeah, you right? know. I'm not sure I believe that. He was in the bus loop. Is that 25, 25. 25. I still think that's a bit yeah. steep. I think when you're up close and personal with a car that's going like even 10 miles an hour, it seems a lot quicker. Uh, it sent me flying. So it sent me, okay, it sent obviously you flying. wasn't 10 miles. Did you hour. land? So you landed on your hip. Is that correct? Yes. Or I, did it? So was it the hip that hit the bus that broke, or the hip that hit the ground? The hip that hit the bus. Okay. And then it kind of hit the ground too. Also double whammy. Oof. Yeah. All right. So so you hit the bus with your hip. And then you hit the hip on the ground again. Yeah. Okay. As and strange then, as that sounds, it did happen. So now that we've kind of got that scene, you know, that the picture of that scene. So after the fact, you started crying immediately, you said? Yeah, I was a little freshman. Yeah, oh, hey, I just, when you have a serious injury, it doesn't matter what age you yeah. are. If, it, if you generally are in pain, you're going to be, you're going to be balling, right? That is true. That is true. So, but you were on the ground. Did the bus driver then immediately stop and come out? Or? Uh, someone actually saw me. And told the bus driver to stop, and some they got off, and they helped me, and I went in the ambulance. Oh, so they so they called the ambulance then directly after. That, yes, right. Yes. Okay. How how was the uh, ambulance ride? I've always wondered what that's like. Mm, expensive. Expensive. Uh, my parents still talk about it today. Oh, jeez. Very expensive. No, because the, the ambulance you have insurance. to pay for that ride. It's very expensive. Yeah. Um. It was kind of crazy. That was my first time in an ambulance, and. Yeah, they were kind of trying to ask me questions, but I was, like, in pain. Did they have you on a stretcher, like, lying flat on your back? Or? Yeah, okay. flat on my back. They gave me um, morphine, so I didn't really feel it. Okay, so they gave you some you No, know, some, I had uh, scraped up knees and... Oh, jeez. Yeah, you know. Gotcha. I guess the trauma was a little too much for me. <laughs> okay. And then, so then but, so then you arrived at the hospital. I was, I'm assuming it was pretty close to the hospital. Yeah. Um, but after that... You were brought in, then you immediately went to a doctor, like a physician, right away in the emergency room, I would assume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what what was that like? Uh, was it a nice doctor? Someone that was... You know, um, he was remarkable? very nice. Okay. Um, I actually know him because my dad used to work with him. Oh, okay. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So he's seen me before. We won't call it nepotism, but you know. Yeah. He okay. took very good care of me. And Lovely. Lovely. Good to hear. So anyways, I guess with that in mind, you'd probably think that, no, that, that story about getting hit by a bus... Uh, that can't be topped. But uh, I've I've heard that you've had a another uh, a couple other run-ins with injuries. If that's if that's the case, I've heard rumor. 
Yeah. So, uh, um. So when life has not got any better for me. Okay. Considering like injuries, I'm pretty sure I've had an injury every single year. I don't know what is going on. I don't know if someone casted a spell on me. I okay. don't know if someone's wishing bad things on me. Would but... you believe in voodoo dolls if that was like if someone proposed that idea that someone just has a voodoo doll and they're stabbing you with a needle? Yes. Is that kind of thing going yes. on? Okay. Yes. All right. So you've said you've had a more than a few injuries, but if if you wanted to kind of highlight one or two, maybe three that are the that are the most uh, how shall I say like embarrassing injuries, maybe most traumatic. What would what would be there to 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 top the list, Nanako? Hands down, twisting my testicles. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, did I hear that correctly? Did you say twisting my testicles? Yes, my balls. Okay, so twisted, and you can imagine. So how how exactly? I I don't want to get too graphic here, but how exactly? I I don't even know where to start. Do you just want to talk about that a bit? Yeah. So like, I'm a really I stress out a lot, and I guess it affects my sleep, so I'm always moving in my sleep, and I just woke up one day, looked down, and they're twisted. <laughs> so so you, you toss and turn, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're kind of restless occasionally. Exactly. You do the whole thing. Where it was a stressful week, midterms. Taking us back to... Uh... Yeah, this past semester. Okay, so it was an actual, like, stressful week, like, just not just a random, anomalous kind of circumstance. Yeah, it was a lot. So it was it was during me. midterms, you said? Yeah. Okay. And was that this year or? Uh, yeah, this semester. This oh, okay. past semester. Oh, okay. Got it. So it's a recent thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's fresh in the mind too. Um, alrighty. So you said, so you're kind of a restless sleeper. You, you're doing the whole toss and turn thing routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, somehow you got them, kind of, kind of mixed up with each other. Yeah, and it was really embarrassing because. Yeah, um, at our school, at least for the health center, they were making us do Zoom appointments. You weren't allowed to go in. Oh, jeez. So I got I, I to ask, did you show your balls on camera? I did not. Okay. Um, the doctor knew I kind of had to come in for that. Okay, thank goodness. Um, that's yep. good. But uh, so, okay, so you got that out of the way. I don't really think I want to dwell on that too long because that's... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to forget about this. Okay. So we'll move on from that topic. I'm sure you'll be happy with that. But any other kind of big injury that jumped out to you? Maybe one more, perhaps? I I, I did hear a rumor that recently, um, I don't exactly know the circumstances surrounding this, but I heard that you fell down the stairs. So what was what was that about, Nanako? Yeah, so once again, this past semester, I was on campus, but since, you know, it was kind of a hybrid type of uh, approach to learning, some people were online and some people were on campus. Um, there actually weren't that many people on campus uh, during the time I had class. So I was like leaving class. I decided to take a back way because I was trying to get back to my apartment really fast. And I fell down the stairs, a lot of stairs, like I'd say like 10. Okay. And I dislocated my knee. And Oh, geez. Yeah, it wasn't really nice. And this was like two days after I you know, twisted my balls, so... Oh, so this, so you had, these were, like, almost simultaneous injuries. Yes, like, two days apart, ambulance, now, yeah. Now, a couple of questions about the, about the falling down the stairs. So you were in a hurry, so that, that's a motive. That's in the motive. Air Forces, kind of, you know, elevated okay. a little. All right, I First got First week in the Air Forces. So. Oh, okay, I got you, I got yeah. you. So you were, you were going down the stairs with these outdoor stairs, indoor stairs? Outdoor. Out, oof, that's gotta hurt a lot more. Yeah, 
But the good thing is when you're outdoors, you can scream and someone will hear you. Yeah, but Now I have to ask, did someone hear you? No. No? No. Did you scream? Yes. If you were to reenact how you screamed, was it help? Was it someone save me? What what did you say? Help, help, someone (laughs) help me. I'm sorry. That that isn't and funny. And no one heard me. But like I think of like those. Uh, what is that? Life alert commercials where you press the button. Yes, I wish. I wish I, I, I had one. Which is which is actually a, a serious thing that goes on with with the elderly community, and that's the risk of living alone. Honestly, that's that's a very uh, very serious issue. But with with, with Nanako falling outside and you're screaming for help, and no one comes to get you. Yeah. And at some point, someone did find you, right? Yeah. Luckily, there's a cop walking by, and he heard me, and. Yeah, he called the ambulance and I went away. Okay, that's well, that's good. See, and the issue is, is when someone falls down the stairs like that, that's completely something like a sort of prank would like. like yeah, that, that would be. Like I a thought sort of it was a routine. prank because it was two days after I went to the hospital for oh, my I can imagine. other thing. Yeah, but like I, you know, there's probably wasn't some... good on the insurance either. Oh, geez. back-to-back ER visits. Yeah, you can imagine. And uh, I, I guess you know, since you've shared a couple things, I figure I might share a few injuries I've had. I've I have I've been more um, fortunate, shall we say? I haven't gotten hurt as often or as recently. Um, so that's not to not to kind of say you know, hey, I've I've kind of lucked out. But uh, but no, honestly, I, I'm I'm really thankful that I haven't had some. You know, I, I've had a few injuries in the past because of baseball related to my arm and such. I used to play, so I've I've had a few injuries with my growth plates and so forth. And I, I broke a bone in my toe actually before. It, it's a bone called a sesamoid. It's kind of in the ball of your foot, and uh, it's actually the size of like a small little pea, like green peas. It's about the size of one of those. And somehow, I I cracked it or something, and Whoa. I actually I actually ran on it for like a month. I didn't realize I'd broken it, and it started to bruise underneath. And then I finally went to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, you need a full cast." So <laughs> I was on crutches for a month, and then in a, in a walking boot. That was actually the only cast I've ever had. So that was my that was my one moment to carry around a sharpie and have people sign for me. But uh, other than that, the the biggest injury I've had recently, and and this is kind of a longer story, but I, I might as well go into depth. I think it's uh interesting enough. So over last last summer, I believe, yeah, no, two summers ago. So not this past summer, but the summer before that, the summer of 2019. So in the early part of the summer, uh, my friend actually from last week, Tristan. He uh, had a graduation trip planned, and he invited me and another friend, and we were going to go over to California. So we were going to stay up through the night, because our flight was at like 3 a.m. or something like that. Um, Or maybe it was at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., something like that, right? An early hour flight. So we decided we were just going to stay up through the night, and then we were going to go straight to the airport. And then we'd sleep on the plane, because it's a flight to California. It's what I think it's about five hours or so. So we were staying up, and we were, you know, keeping busy, and... We were playing, you know, video games or whatever sort of thing or having deep conversations. And uh, we went outside to play some basketball. And I know what you're thinking, maybe an ankle twist or something or whatever it may be. But no, when we were playing basketball, we got real sweaty. We were out there. We were going we were going hard for like an hour, right? Maybe even more. So then immediately after that, we come inside. And strangely, just out of nowhere, I start feeling itchy, right? And I get hives. <laughs> All over my body. Like, I get hives all down my back, all down my front side, down my arms. I get even some on my legs. And it's, I mean, you know, if, you, if you've had hives before, they're like these small little red kind of bumps almost that come off up on your skin. And they're kind of hard to see in some lightings, but 
They're, they're very, it, it makes it feel like your skin's burning, essentially, right? So these hives came out of nowhere. I had hives all down my arm, all down my back, you know, all over my body, like in all the nooks and crannies, everywhere, right? So I take some Benadryl, some allergy medication to get them to come down. Again, I have no idea why they came, why, why they even uh, happened in the first place. I, we were just playing basketball. Um, but I come in and I start having these hives, and it's like the worst thing that could happen because I'm about to go on a on a big trip, you know, and we're we're leaving the next morning. So that happened, and I'm like, all right, the hives finally calmed down, and I'm like, okay, that was really weird. But then when I got to California, we got off the plane and everything, the hives came back. Okay, that's the issue. That the hives came back, and essentially for that whole week in California, I had hives. Every four hours, some in more, you know, isolated instances like on my hands or on my feet or on my legs. In others, it was worse. Actually, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this, Bart Nanico, but we were, we were staying in L.A. for a little bit and they actually had to bring me to the hospital. Oh, we were going on a hike damn. and the hives got so bad that it actually started to creep up to my face area and my ears started to kind of close up and I was getting it was getting hard to breathe because my lips kind of got a little swollen. Yeah, that's me if I eat sweet potatoes. Oh, you're allergic to sweet potatoes? Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a weird kind of allergy I feel like to have. Yeah, I know. Sweet potato? Yeah. Uh-oh. It's very strange. But it's, it's good because sweet potatoes <laughs> don't like randomly come in like, you don't have to go to a restaurant and say, does this dish have sweet potato in it? Like, yeah. that's not something you need no. to worry about. Nope. But um, and I'm oh, also allergic to sulfur, which is kind of weird. Sulfur? Yeah. Okay. Where do you, where would you encounter sulfur? Uh, Medicine. Medicine? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so with that in mind, when, when I'm talking about this these, this hives outbreak, I mean, you're thinking, okay, well, what happened to kind of resolve the issue, right? And again, I have no idea what I was allergic to because hives are an allergic reaction. So I had hives the whole week in California, and when I got back, um, they kind of subsided for a little bit. Um, I was still having them isolated, but it wasn't nearly as bad. But then I had a really bad instance, actually, and the hives got so bad that uh, I had a little bit of a hives down there, if you know what I mean. And it was really bad, and and, um, and and that was at another instance where I was almost taken to the hospital, um, and I had to take medicine again and some Benadryl and some other things. So at that point, we made an appointment with the allergist, and we're like, all right, we got to figure out what this is. So what I did there, I, I did all the blood tests. I did two separate blood tests. They found nothing wrong with me. I was in perfect health. Um, they did a prick test. They, they do this thing where they prick your back with all sorts of allergies. I'm sure you've done this, Nanako, before. Yeah? Yeah. Um, to figure out the sweet potato. But anyways, <laughs> they do all sorts of things, and they check the, the big food allergies like shellfish, or they check you for pets. And they found out I was allergic to dog and cats, um, which I already knew, so that wasn't uh, especially helpful. But uh, I knew that it wasn't dogs and cats that caused the hives on the trip because I wasn't around any. So with that in mind, basically they told they told me that uh, what I had was actually a, a, a disorder called chronic spontaneous urticaria, and urticaria is just hives. So my hives were called chronic spontaneous, which means there is no known cause, and it's supposed to subside within a year or something like that. Otherwise, I'd have to get an injection every month for the rest of my life. Now, I'm happy to say that has not been the case. At this point, they've basically subsided. But to start this whole process off, and I had to go to the allergist every so often, right? I had to take, starting off, I had to take 13 pills a day, and then I tapered down and cut down on medication further and further. And now I'm only at, I have to take one Allegra, which is a, just a common allergy med. I take one Allegra every every other day. So so that's really where I'm at right now. Um, so that's a lot of progress. But uh, but again, it's just super weird because I never got an answer what my allergy even is 
why the allergy came up, why I had these hives, but it basically, uh, basically that was my kind of worst injury, but it seems as if it's, it's all been passed. So that's, that's a very good thing. So I'm happy to share that. But I think we should move past all this injury talk and, and maybe segue to, to discussing a few things about Nanako relating back to uh, maybe some career goals you have. I've kind of realized that Nanako, it seems, is paying it forward in a sense, being <laughs> being in and out of hospitals and having all sorts of injuries throughout your life. Uh, you figured, according to what I know, and you can expound upon this, you figured that it would be good to work in the healthcare field. Right. You kind of want to pay it forward. So uh, right. yeah, maybe explain that, explain to our listeners a bit about your plans and uh, kind mm-hmm. of what you're looking forward to, to be studying at, at school and what you'd like to do. So I've, I come from a family of doctors and other types of healthcare prof- professionals. So I've always been around that environment and I always like helping people anyway. So I'd say like, this is the best route for me because those people make a lot of money and they're also helping people as well. Two things you want in life, right? To be making an impact. So I'm, what was the second thing? Uh, money. Okay. Just, yeah. I just wanted you to repeat it. I mean, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Money does not equal happiness, but I feel like it does help. So <laughs> let me do that. Um, but anyways, I'm, yeah, not smart enough to be a doctor. So oh, I wanted stop to, it. No, but it's like. I'm sure you could if you, if you, if you, if you really wanted to, but I think you're taking an interesting route with this. You want to be with healthcare management. Is that correct? Yeah. Healthcare management. Okay. So, so for our listeners out there who aren't necessarily familiar, who actually might, you know, perhaps be interested in something like that. What kind of does that entail? Um, the curriculum and, and what you'll actually be doing? Is it hospital work? Is it insurance work? What, what are you kind of thinking that's about? Um, so there, what's really cool about healthcare is that you can take different routes with it, especially the management side. So you can go into like managing practices, hospitals or urgent centers, anything like that, or nursing homes, anything. Oh, like, like your, like your urgent care. Yeah, exactly. Or something? Okay. Exactly. And that'd be an administrative role. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Or you can go into the insurance side, which is also pretty cool. There is a ton that goes. And that into the industry is never going to die, even with robots. I mean, it might like change a little, but you always need someone to manage those um, healthcare. Oh, exactly. Workers. It's the the um yeah. the security of the job is very it's very high and it's in high demand. I'm sure. Exactly, um, especially during times like this. It really emphasizes the importance of having competent people working in your healthcare fields. So that's a really important kind of thing exactly. um, to do. So that's, I am competent. And, and Nanako is a, <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe he got hit by a bus once, but he's a very competent individual. Yeah. When it comes down to the crunch, I'll, you know, do the right thing. Okay. He'll, he'll do the right thing. Like, uh, like Spike Lee said. <laughs> so anyways, with that in mind, if you're kind of making these sort of career plans, um, it wouldn't be a stretch to say that you've perhaps thought about things beyond your career, like where you want to be in say, you know, 10, 20 years or something like that. Um, exactly. The big, the big picture questions. Mm-hmm. So in order to kind of direct our focus, I've put together a list of questions that, uh, that I'll ask you that relate to kind of where you see yourself related to family, living situation, all sorts of things. Um, so I, so I guess where to start, uh, you know what, maybe before I ask these questions, would you like to kind of, I'm sure you're the type of person that just has thought this through and has some sort of, you know, happy place image in mind of where you're going to be in 20 years, you know, what yacht you're going to be sitting on. So let's, yeah, let's kind of get a sense of uh, what that image is, Nanako. So I'm trying to move out of Florida. I'm not trying to stay here. It's toxic. Too many people are crazy. Um, I've been here all my life, same town, 
all 18, 19 years of my life. Oh my god. He almost screwed up his age, yeah, guys. we're growing up. But I want to either live in D.C., California, New York, or actually I wouldn't mind living in Miami. But for a family, I don't think a city will be all that ideal. That's why I'm really pushing D.C. Because you can live in Maryland and just commute to the city. Okay. So something like that. Yeah, that'd be an ideal kind of thing. But nothing nothing too crazy out there. You seem like it's a pretty practical vision. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, I'm sure, have some weird, like, you know, they've, they've already picked out the paint colors of their house, right? Or, <laughs> or they have everything yeah, selected. Not that detailed for me. Okay. So you're not, you're, not like, you're not a huge planner, but you yeah. got some... Some kind of a General rough idea. idea. So I really think these questions are going to be helpful then. Okay. If I kind of go for this. So so the first question is, would you like to have children? Yes. Yes? Okay. Go, we got that established so I can actually ask these relevant questions. Yeah. How, How about you? You should answer along too. Sure, I, I should answer well? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll ask you and then I'll answer the same question I ask. All right. So how? Uh, so I would like kids as well. Okay. okay we'll establish that. Mm-hmm. So how many children would you like, Nanako? Um, either two or three. Two or three, okay. I got to yeah. say I have the exact same amount because, you know, generally you use models. Like if you're in a family and you have one sibling, usually you're like, okay, I want two children, right? Yeah. Which was my case. I only have one. Also I have one money. sister. I'm not trying to spend a lot of money on my kids. No, no. I mean, for sure. That's, kids. That's I a, mean, I, I'll love my kids, but like. No, it's it's but it, it's it is my very, money at the end. <laughs> it, is a, it is a huge financial, a huge financial investment, though, to bring in like like eight children. Like my grandpa has seven brothers. Right, that's oh, wow. that's a crazy in- investment. Um, seven you know. college tuitions. Yeah, so seven cars. So, anyways, seven, oh, wow. seven, seven, everything. Seven, seven, everything. seven pairs of pants. Yep. Right, seven pancakes in the morning, or yep. fourteen. <laughs> right. So, anyways, with that in mind, I, I'd say two or three, and and again, I, I say two or three because my mom she had two siblings, my dad has one sibling, and, and two or three. Actually, I believe the average is like two point three. Or something mm-hmm. along those lines is the average um, for for children in the United States, or something along those lines. Anyways, uh, so two to three kids. Have you decided what gender you'd like the kids? Like, do you want one girl, two boys? Um, two boys, one girl. Okay. Oh, so what I said. One okay. boy. Yeah, one boy or yeah, one boy and one girl. So either one of each bo- or yeah. okay. But I don't want to have two girls. I okay. Feel like. Any yeah. any big reasons why not? Or um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not the type to have girls okay i'll just leave that at that then <laughs> um I'd, I'd say probably ideally one of one of each a, a yeah. boy and a girl and right just like you know i feel like having boys is easier there's 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 certainly different challenges presented to having either uh either sex of child yeah, i'll be right? grateful for whatever oh I for have. sure i mean there's no choice involved yeah, really having a child is a blessing um <laughs> no honestly it, it's it's a it's gonna be i can't even imagine so with that in mind what would you name your children? Do you have any names picked out? Um, so just like my name, my name is actually a traditional name from Ghana. I want my kids to be like deep rooted into their roots because I would say like when I was growing up, when I was younger, I wasn't really into my culture because I didn't really have a lot of people in it. But the school I am now, there are so many kids from Ghana and other African countries. It really makes me proud to like be a part of my culture and I just want my kids to have that and I don't want them to forget where they're originally from so I want to give them traditional names from Ghana so for example my name means you you can either give them like traditional names which comes from the day they're born or you can just give them like 
any, you know, name from Ghana, but my name means born on Thursday, and I was born on Thursday, my brother's, okay. yeah. I would hope you were born on the day yeah. that your name says. Yeah, so I want something like that, and their names are both boys and girls. Okay, so, for a second, would you mind breaking down exactly how your name actually connects to um how, how does it yeah well of... my name's kind of special because nana is kind of like a royalty type of thing um so yeah it kind of means royal born on thursday oh okay. but you can you don't have to do that um my brother's name is just uh the day he was born so you don't have to do that but some okay. people do gotcha so so that's actually yeah. really interesting. add some special flair to your name yeah yeah for sure for sure are you familiar with the names? Like, what would Born on Monday? Do you know what that means, or would you have um, to research? I do not know that at the top of my head, um, but... But you'd, yeah. you'd be fine, theoretically, with naming your child after you? Um, if they were born on the same day, or would you then... There are different names for each day, too, like... Oh, okay. I'd say, like, maybe ten names for boys. Oh, okay, gotcha. So there's a lot there's a lot to select Yeah, it's from. not really just one name for a boy on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, now for me, there's a few kind of things for, for when it comes to names... Generally, a thing under Catholic tradition, because I'm a, I'm a practicing Catholic, is, is you name your child after biblical figures. Amen. Right? <laughs> Thank you for that, Anico. Um, and even if you're just under any Christian tradition, that's that's a general thing you do. So then, you know, you know, I could choose any sort of name. My name is Matthew, so that's a Saint Saint Matthew, you know, the Gospel of Matthew. My mom's Monica, Saint Monica. My sister's name is Katerina, which is Saint Catherine. It's a it's a German equivalent, so so forth, right? So that's a general general basic kind of guideline. But two names that are kind of separate from that tradition because it's not a, you know, a full-fledged thing. If you've ever read the book Atonement, or there's actually a movie about Atonement as well. Um, and we actually, we read that, I, I don't know if you read that back in high school. I, I read it in my English class. Yeah, I, I did. Um, and by read, I mean we were given the book. Smart I'm not sure notes. if you, okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I read the book I and I, I saw the, the movie. Um, but anyways, Atonement, in the, in the book at the beginning, there's a little scene where um, the main character, Bryony, She's uh, and I'm not gonna name my child Bryony, but she's uh, giving a Please giving like don't. a, she's putting on like a little a little play, and it's called the Trials of Arabella, and I always really liked the name Arabella, so that would be something I was I would consider. It's kind of like Isabella, yeah. but Arabella. Yeah, I like this name Arazza. Oh, Arazza, that's okay. Yeah, but a lot of people don't like it. Arazza, so we'll see. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. Arazza Thompson. Arazza Thompson. Yeah, kind of like got a nice it. flow. And I think it's important, too, when you're considering a first name to see how it kind of moves along with the last name. Yeah. Right? And there's all sorts of things that actually deal with names that when people name their children. Like, uh, you know, nowadays you don't just name your children after biblical figures. There's there's family tradition. There's like what Nanako brought up with his Ghana, uh, Ghana heritage. There's there's so many reasons you could name a child something. And you can even just invent a name. But, you know, there's a few things people name their kids after. They name their kids after seasons, like you summer winter autumn but what's kind of interesting you never run into someone named spring <laughs> i always <laughs> thought that was interesting you don't run into a spring or a fall but summer winter autumn those are all kind of acceptable like i said you can name after saints or some you know important celebrity figures these days like people name their kids after you know whoever it might be like uh like you, you know you can name your kid you know lebron or something right and then another thing people do uh, is they pick you know there's some Adults choose to pick these gender-neutral names, the names that don't really suggest whether it's a boy or a girl, mm-hmm. like Sam, Pat, Chris, Charlie, I mean, so forth, right? There's all those names. And then there's even kind of strange things that people do when they name their children after herbs. 
Like you can come across someone and their and their name is Rosemary, right? Hmm. But you're never gonna come across someone named Basil. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. I right? Guess. How they kind of select certain interesting names. observation, Matt. Yeah, that that's the whole goal <laughs> here is to make some some interesting observations. And and the last thing, actually, is a family name in my family. It's my great great grandfather, I believe. His name was Levi Lambertson. So Levi, like the jeans. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> Levi would be a, a name that I'd consider. <laughs> there we go. Nanako just got the pun. Yeah. Um, Levi would be a name I'd consider, so perhaps I could do that as well. Anyways, moving on from that, uh, you kind of already alluded to this, Nanako, but what sort of place would you like to live? Like urban, rural? I believe you said D.C. would be something uh, ideal. So yeah, that's... but like kind of living not in the city because I feel like that isn't good for raising a child mm-hmm. or... No, I agree. Yeah. You definitely Some need more place space. Quiet. Something with a yard. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, one story or two story. What are you thinking? Um I guess I guess that would also depend on the number of children, but I guess. Probably two story. Well two we don't story. have basements in Florida, so I guess I don't know if it's like a three yeah. story. But see the the issue with the two story thing is Nanako might still be a little skittish about stairs. So I don't <laughs> know if he'd uh No, we're gonna be bowling out there, so okay. elevator. Elevator. Oh yeah. okay. I got you. That's, that's going to be quite an investment. Exactly. I wonder, if you have an elevator in your house, do you still have to have one of those things on, you know how they put on the walls? And it says, this elevator has been checked off um, for your health and safety thing, so this elevator will not break yes, while you're on it. probably. You ever notice that, how they have that on there? Yeah. It's kind of like, you could die, but we checked off, so you're fine. Yeah. So you might have one of those in your house, I would assume. True, true. Okay, so we have that in mind. Now, here's some kind of more interesting questions. Um. Would your family be the type of family that goes in and out of their house through the garage door or through the front door? Because plenty of families, like, uh, I mean, plenty of families that I know, they go right in and out the garage door. They don't use the garage for a car even. They just kind of use it for people to walk through. It's like a big entryway. I'm a garage type. You're a garage type? Entering through the front door is, like, only for guests, I feel like. Okay, yeah, because, like, if you live there, you just go right through the garage. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're at your house, do you go through the garage? Yes. You do? Okay. See, I'm, I'm actually kind of an outlier, I feel like. I always go in and out the front door. Our garage has tons of stuff in there. Um, so it's kind of a, kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, not, to, not to out myself. but um, So we, we go in and out of the front door. Um, but yeah, so okay, so you're going to be a garage door family. Don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. But okay, uh, we have that established. Now here's a big question. Assuming you have a family, there's kind of a couple options when it comes to cars. It comes to uh, vehicles you drive. So are you going to be a minivan family or uh, an SUV family? SUV. SUV. But I will have my special car to myself. Okay, so you'll have your your own car. I mean, what what? Uh, actually, if you'd like to share, what car do you drive now, Nanako? <laughs> I don't want to share, Matt. You don't want to share? I don't want to brag. You don't. Wanna, it's not bragging. <laughs> I I am giving this opportunity so you can have the floor. I am I am making it so that you don't have to brag. Because if you were bragging, you'd bring it up on your own volition. Nanako, I really know you want to share, right? I drive a Ferrari. <laughs> he does not drive a Ferrari. But it's almost as good as a Ferrari. No, it's not, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Come on. At at the at the spry age of 19, Nanako, uh, <laughs> he's got man, a blue Mustang. That's what he's got. Okay. You know, it's even so nice when you I'm open the, when you when you I'm open blessed. the door or like unlock it, it projects an image of a of a Mustang like the horse on the ground. 
that is just so cool. I gotta exactly. say, I'm blessed that my parents allowed me to get that. Car. Oh no, and hey, Mustangs are actually pretty affordable. Just gotta say, that it's, a, it's a luxury vehicle, but you know, it's a sports car, but it's actually pretty affordable. It's it's got true. the four, um, the four seats. It's got good space, good trunk room. That could be useful for plenty of things. Also, something interesting. Yeah, yeah. That I've observed, like now that we're so old, well, not old, but like we're older. <laughs> do you feel bad about like asking your parents for things? In some respects, I mean, I, I try not to in a lot of sense, but like for my car also, my parents decided to buy me a car as well. I was against it. I, I wanted to pay for my car. They got me a, a Volkswagen Jetta. It's very nice. It was a great deal. We, we, we found it and it was a used car. It was a great price, everything. I've had it for eight months or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so they, they, they wanted to buy the car and, and even like, I mean, you probably feel the same way because you're bringing this up. Around the holidays, I, I kind of feel uncomfortable saying like, "Oh, this is what I'd like," you know. Yeah. Always stay humble. No, it's it's a yeah. it's a good thing to be, and to be to be thankful of how much your parents honestly how much your parents like, do for you. But. Yeah, honestly, life isn't about things. What I've learned, like, I would say, like, I've had a pretty rough year, and no matter like all the like all the stuff we have, like, it really comes down to the people around you. Like, yes, you can buy this and that, but. If you don't have someone to talk to or someone to rely on, then you have nothing. Oh, that's that's very that's very poignant. I mean, that's that's so true. You gotta those relationships are important, and and again, you couldn't have said it any better myself. So, with that in mind, we'll kind of move back here. This is another kind of big question I have. So, you'd be an SUV family. I'd be uh, I'd be a minivan family because my family had a minivan. So, I'm just gonna carry on the tradition. The legacy. We were, we were a carry lead a legacy. But anyways, with that in mind. I'll be a minivan family. Our, you know, we had a Honda Odyssey, so great car. Uh, what sports are you going to make your kids play? That's the that's the next question I have. Maybe soccer, baseball, flag football, mm. basketball, or even something odd like bowling, polo. Okay, so I want my family Tennis? to be elite. So okay. I'm going to start my kids out in sports very young and see if they like it, first of all. I'm not going to force them to do it. Yeah. But I just feel like if you start at a younger age, um, over time they obviously progress and get better. That's something my parents, I guess they got me into sports a little too late. Like I played tennis in elementary school. I did basketball in middle school. But I didn't really start anything from a young age. So that's something I want to do. I'll I let gotcha. them try all the sports, but not just sports, like anything they're interested in, like acting, singing, anything like that. Don't sleep on the arts because. No, don't sleep on the arts either. Yeah. I mean, that's important. Point. Exactly. My dad was a, he was a theater design major. I mean, he was into that. He was, he's a, he, my dad is an artist, I got to say. And uh, by the way, he will be on the podcast at some point. But, uh, but the arts are really important. I myself, I played t-ball. I played baseball oh. when I was oh, yeah, four yeah. years old and on. So I played that. Uh, like I mentioned already, I, I played a little ball. So see the picture right now. Yeah, we got we got some pictures up in the house. Some uh, <laughs> some nice decorum. But uh, but I'd probably get my kid playing baseball or or a girl play softball um, or even play baseball. I mean, my mom played with the boys. So I mean, that's you know whatever it may be. Nice. But yeah, so so that's kind of one thing. Now this is a this is kind of a different question, kind of relating back to the house. The, uh, how you want to configure your house, where you want to live, and that sort of thing. Are you thinking carpeting, tile flooring, or wood? Wood in the bedrooms, tile throughout the house. Wood in the bedrooms, how, tile throughout the house. That's how it is at my house, and I like it. Like okay, that. so why wood in the bedrooms? Um, I just feel like it's kind of 
more homey, I guess, kind of personal. Okay. But Tile's kind of, you know, cold. and Tile's more the industrial kind of <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. I, I, when I wake up in the morning and it's like a little chilly, which, again, it hardly gets cold here. But in the winter when you walk out and the tile is just like frozen mm-hmm. and you're walking on it and your your feet kind of stick to the floor even, mm-hmm. that's quite a sensation. <laughs> but uh, but when you wake up in the morning, I, I actually have wood in my own room. I have wood flooring. Yeah, it's like um, It's nice. I, it's I like nice, it. yeah. Yeah. And again, I wouldn't want to have carpeting. Yeah, especially if you, if you have a pet or something like that, the hair is just going to stick into yeah, the, the carpet. The carpets get pretty dirty. And I actually like my stuff very clean, so I can't live in a house that's just dirty. And having tile and wood is the best option. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. But before I lose the lead in, um, you actually had a nice segue there. You mentioned if you have a pet or something that the carpets are going to be uh, a less ideal option. So with that in mind, that kind of moves to the last question I had, which is what sort of family pet would you want? Assuming you want a pet. I mean, do you, would you like a pet for the... For the kids? Yeah, most likely. Okay. So what sort of what sort of pet? Um, a dog, but it has to be a big dog. I don't like small dogs. Big dog. I'm like almost six four now. He's I a tall he's a tall fella. I'll step on it. Oh jeez. <laughs> so like you you're looking for a dog like what, eighty pounds or so, something yeah, bigger than that? German Shepherd. German Shepherd, okay. Yeah, Beautiful dog. Yeah. That's a, that's a wolf, basically. Exactly. If we're gonna be honest. Something to protect the house. Something to protect the house, okay. So you're gonna so you're going to live in an unsafe area that's going to need a no, dog to No, 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 no. Not only... I just feel like, you know, having a big dog is kind of... It's an insurance policy. Not to relate to what you're going to be doing with your work, but it's an mm-hmm. insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so you're going to you're gonna want a big dog. Any rodents in the house? A hamster? Maybe no, something? no. A fish tank? No. No? No. Not a fish tank? No. Do you have anything against fish tanks? I don't, but I just feel like it's kind of weird keeping a... Keeping a animal in a small little tank like i mean it's not it's not too tiny for the for the animal if it's yeah. if it's i want something i depends can on bond how large with, the fish is. like you can't bond with a fish i'm oh, sure you can you can bond with a fish no if you try 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 <laughs> really hard you can i don't know we'll if see. i if i had the money i'd do my whole house like an aquarium i'd charge entry yes have yeah. a little aquarium. not not any illegal fish or anything I'd, I'd kind of build it you know have those walls that are basically like an aquarium, right? Mm-hmm. And I train my fish to like, kind of form into shapes and kind of things. Uh, maybe do tricks, have like a feeding frenzy. If I didn't like a house guest, I could just throw them in the in the tank. <laughs> okay, good luck with that. Man. Um, so I'm uh I'm obviously kidding, but um, but yeah. So I actually I have an, an like I mentioned earlier with my hives talk. I'm allergic to dogs and cats. Uh, so um, guess you won't be coming over. So I will. Hey, you know what? I'll just take <laughs> a little just... bit extra allergy medicine. <laughs> but no, so. I, I, we never had a dog. We actually had a cat when I was younger. Uh, my mom already had the pet before we were born, my sister and I. Um, and our cat was actually special. Our cat was a minx, meaning it didn't have a tail. It was, I mean, it was about the size of a house cat, right? A larger house cat. Mm-hmm. But it was a minx, so it didn't have a tail. It was a little like a, like a bunny tail, like a little just stub. So we named the cat Stubbs, or my mom did. She named, she named the cat Stubbs. And Stubbs actually followed my mom home from the tennis courts, so she didn't pick Stubbs. Stubbs picked her, right? That's nice. Yeah, it was. It's actually a really, really cool story. But yeah, we had that. I, I had allergies as a child because of the cat, but we couldn't just get rid of the cat. But um, mm-hmm. when I was uh when I was actually a kid, we had a couple ferrets, salt and pepper, because they were different colored. Um, and after How that, original. I know, right? Original. And actually, we called salt. Uh, 
No, it was salt and pepper, but then we renamed salt, and we called salt Houdini, because he kept escaping the cage. So Houdini, the famous magician. So that was a, that was pretty unique, I'd say. But beyond that, we actually had turtles that we set free into the into the canal behind my house. That was fun. We had turtles. Is that legal? We did not <laughs> we did not set them free uh, in the canal behind the house. That did not happen. Okay. We did not do that with the turtles. All right. That good. did not happen. All right. Good. Um, just a child's memory that uh, is uh, is not accurate. So that didn't happen. Um, great point, Nanako. Uh, yeah, did you have just any keep other? Me out of trouble. Did you have any other unique pets? Um, no, my parents, well, my mom is scared of dogs, so we don't have one. Uh, I actually have a traumatizing story about that. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I guess we can, we can roll to that for our yeah, capper of the night. real quick. Okay. Uh, me and my brother were playing outside, and I have a neighbor who trains police dogs, and one of the dogs got out and started chasing us and almost bit me, but luckily we got away. You got away. Okay. Yeah, very speedy little I gotcha. legs. Have you, have you ever seen the movie The Sandlot? No, I with the not. dog in that. No, no, okay. There's actually a lot of good dog movies. That that could be a segment itself on an episode. I'll I'll bookmark that. But <laughs> right. I'm glad that I'm glad you escaped the dog because that could have been added to a long list of injuries you had. Exactly. So with that in mind, it seems like we've kind of come full circle. Exactly. Right to all this injury talk and what Nanako's career plans are, and I really think this was a productive hour. Um, and I I hope we can have you on again, Nanako. I yeah. think this was great. Thank you, you for any, having me. Do you have any parting thoughts as opposed to? You know, anything anything that's literally not related to the fact that you wound up your testicles once, which I just had to bring up again because that's um, probably going to be the big, big draw this episode. Um, um, anything else you'd like to add? Follow me on Instagram, nanako.thompson, N-A-N-A-K-O-W dot Thompson with a P. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Um, again, if you want to be on this podcast, and I'll put out some reminders as well on my social media pages, just reach out to me somehow in some way and... Uh, I'd appreciate responses. I'll try to accommodate as many people as I can. We have a good lineup of guests in store, so stay tuned and uh, have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Actually Podcast. Tune in next week for new content available on this podcast channel.